We were going to have the first live event back in May. Then we got locked down again. So my friend Jessifanos wrote a piece that I thought would be nice to share now. Hopefully this will be the last of the Backyard Stories Inside Edition and we can all be in the same room in the very near future. love letter to my New York summer of 2019. As we watch the world fall from its recognised structure and dance into a new equilibrium over the past year, I spent 2020 sitting far from where I'd lived my previous year on earth in a home that felt safe yet foreign. Another year on and the ebbs and flows of a global pandemic continue to elicit a sense of emotional upheaval for all, but particularly for those who may have their hearts beating in two places. Living away from your domestic grounds changes you profoundly. And this thought made me deeply reflective, constantly scrutinizing the differences between my old and new home, my former and current self, my pre and post COVID reality. And although part of me felt relief to be close to the familiar, close to the accustomed, I couldn't help but lament for the life I'd just left behind. In somewhat of a split decision causing complete emotional disarray, I made a spontaneous dash to the airport before border closures and returned to Australia at the beginning of COVID-19 from New York City. Landing in Melbourne, feeling as equally displaced as comfortable, I couldn't help but dream about returning to pounding the pavement of the concrete jungle, even though I protested about what it was doing to my knees when I was actually living it each day. Against my better judgment, there is something about New York City that it missed the chaos, exhaustion and laundromats that turns a person into an addict. In spite of yourself, you're a returning customer wanting a bigger hit as the city's streets and full life runs through your veins. You're tired, of course, but once you acclimatise to the pace, the act of simply being in New York immediately paralyses the thought to want to be anywhere else. When I moved, albeit being my seventh time to the city that never sleeps, I fell harder and faster than ever for the place I was proud to finally call home. I couldn't believe I had an address with a zip code, a local coffee shop, a 646 mobile number and a subway stop. It was both an ethereal, fragile dream and a true cemented existence to be a slightly more permanent, teeny tiny blimp on a New York City map. And yet, 15 months later, as I am wrapped up in the safety of my home city and country during what is now a fourth Melbourne lockdown, I can't help but fantasise about a simpler time. A funner, drunker, freer time where I felt the truest sense of what it feels like to have the universe at my feet, paired with the smell of sizzling garbage in the air. My American summer of 2019 was the happiest time of my life. Now, I wouldn't dare self-ordain myself as a New Yorker, but undeniably, there is something about feeling like a New Yorker that puts a spring in your step. It's this full sense of accomplishment, as if you know things that only your L-train riding confidants know as you bargain for metal real estate with your hands on the subway. It's this electric energy that rushes through you from simply existing, breathing in a place so robust with the minds of those who bleed passion and creativity. 
It's the relationships you create with the people who live outside the bounds of your usual circles and the sheer joy and gratitude that overwhelms you when you wake up one day and realise you have a new family. It's the sense of belonging you feel when you can genuinely banter about hating slow walkers and Times Square because you're finally in the know of what the real New Yorkers scoff about. Nothing screams tourists more than a leisurely walker, and I, for one, wanted everyone to know that I was not a tourist. New York City is unlike anywhere else in the world. It opens its arms up to whoever you choose to be when you wake up, allowing you to shapeshift, contort, evolve, and repent. Without judgment or the confines of the status quo, she fuels you to get out of bed, no matter what time you went to sleep, and freely explore the intricacies of what makes you, you. And not the you that was constructed under the pressures of those you grew up with, or the influences of your family's expectations, or the demands of that ex you used to date. The you that is at its most liberated, most alive, most pure, most whole. If nothing else, New York is an ever-present reminder of the dualities of life, the constant paradox of what it is to be human. That when you feel alone, you belong. That when you are really fucking lost, you are always caught and found. That when you are painstakingly tired, you're wide, wide awake. That even when you are broken, that you are built for anything. I miss the senseless whiplash, the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. I miss the rat pack I spent almost every night with, and yes, to my surprise too, I never got tired of. For those three people specifically, I, I miss having keys to each of their apartments and them to mine. Unlocking the latch and knowing you can just walk in is the ultimate cornerstone of trust and hungover morning bagel deliveries. I miss the constant opportunities and random connections you form after just one meeting, propelling career, soul and experience at a rate that normal life just can't compete with. I miss shit talking until 3am to wake up at 7 and do it all over again, finding the energy somewhere, somehow, night after night after night. I miss waking up every day with purpose, vigour, my dreams as potent as ever. I miss the simple expression of going for one, when we knew I'd stay for 10. I miss the unadulterated, uncontaminated vulnerability from the brilliant hearts and minds of the open artists I was lucky enough to witness seven days a week. I miss the intensity of the love bubble I felt with my newfound family, akin to the giddiness you feel at the beginning of an intimate relationship. Our foreign friend love was a love that knew no bounds. I miss giving up the things that you give up to live in New York, the ease of access to everything, your car, healthcare, because when push comes to shove, you just really wouldn't change it for the world. I miss spending Valentine's Day with my best friend, both single yet both wholly fulfilled, spoiling one another with dinner and chocolates, traipsing the city with keen minds and open hearts. An experience of Valentine's Day I never had with any boyfriend and one I'm sure to never have again. Strangely enough, I miss the rats running around the kitchen while I'm cramped into my tiny East Village apartment in the 40 degree heat of summer. No aircon, no worries. I miss the generous, unstinting people who take you in, cook for you, laugh with you, wipe your tears, without the expectation of anything in return, 
just because they know you're an orphan engulfed in a city of millions. I miss walking down 7th Avenue and witnessing the daily atrocities of living in this abundant city. Namely, the day my friend got spat on by a random. A truly humbling reminder of what a glamorous life we lived, my friends and I. Honestly, I miss going six subway stops in the wrong direction just to go to Trader Joe's because I couldn't afford the local supermarket on my corner. It's just a weekly adventure, trialling and testing how many bags I could carry on the subway by myself, I thought. How thrilling. God, I miss feeling overwhelmed in the best kind of way. As if there isn't enough time in the day or days in a month or months in a year or years in a lifetime to see all that her margins and East River edges would let me see. New York chews you up and spits you out. New York picks you up and spins you round. New York drains you through, then gives you more. New York never slows or tires, and I never bore. <laughs>